360 degrees. Hop high, 360 degrees. Hop high, 306, 306, 360 degrees. Hop high. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine produced by members of the KPFA First Voice Apprenticeship Program, broadcasting from right here in Huchin, occupied Ohlone territory, also known to settlers as Berkeley. And tonight, First Voice Media and Full Circle celebrate Free Will and Franklin's 15 years at KPFA. Woo! Oh, really? Again? Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you. And to throw another great moment in history into the mix, tonight I am celebrating my birthday with you. Yes, yes. Happy birthday, Free Will and Franklin, and a happy 15-year KPFA anniversary. So, listeners, on tonight's show, we share some of the special broadcasts that Free Will and Franklin helped produce which were live-streamed as video on kpfa.org. Events like Rise for Climate Jobs and Justice and the No War on Iran rally, both held on the streets of SF. Also, we are about to wrap up our first week of the Summer Fun Drive, and I am hoping you all give me the gift of your donations tonight to help me celebrate my birthday and my 15 years here at KPFA. You're going to hear a a lot tonight on Full Circle. We are your hosts. I am Free Will and Franklin. And I'm Sarah Blanco. Keep it locked right here to KPFA. Again, everyone, welcome to Full Circle, the weekly show produced by apprentices of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. I am your host tonight, Free Will and Franklin, along with Sarah Blanco. We are both graduates of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. And as you have heard tonight, I am continuing my celebration of 15 years at KPFA. And it's double trouble tonight because it's also my birthday celebration on the air tonight. Yeah. My birthday was actually yesterday, but don't let that stop you from making an extra generous donation to KPFA tonight on my behalf. Hey, let me throw out the ways to connect real quick. First, you can make a secure donation online. Just go to kpfa.org. There you can check out the different thank you gifts you can choose from. Also, anyone who donates at any level during the summer fun drive will receive the KPFA Abolish Racism audio collection. I'll tell you more about that later in the show, but it does include audio from KPFA stage events, including Roxanne Dunbar-Ortiz, one of my favorite historians, also people like prison abolitionist Angela Davis. So again, check out kpfa.org, and don't forget to include your email address because that is how you will receive the audio. And if you happen to not be able to get online at this time, you can still call and talk to an actual person at 
800-985-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Now, as I mentioned two weeks ago in my first 15-year celebration show, it was in July of 2005 that I received a letter from KPFA letting me know that I was accepted into the 29th group of apprentices of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. Again, I want to give a big shout out to my original group, Group 29, Asali Amanasar Tujang, which translates into Sweet Sunrise in the Struggle. So, similar to my show two weeks ago, tonight I will share some sound that I have helped produce over the years. But a catch tonight is the audio you will hear tonight was all recorded on location out in the streets. Part of the mission of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program is to teach on-location broadcasting and recording. So tonight, I will share some sounds from those broadcasts, and these were all live-streamed on kpfa.org. And that's a big thanks to John Perulis of Bright Path Video. Thank you very much, John. You have been a tremendous ally to KPFA and First Voice. So for our first clip tonight, it was September 8th, 2018. Tens of thousands of people flocked to San Francisco to stand up for the health and well-being of our environment. And of course, the First Voice Apprentices were there to broadcast a live video stream through kpfa.org. Here now from that event is graduate apprentice Kat Petru and veteran KPFA producer and host of Flashpoints, Dennis Bernstein. They are joined at the KPFA table by Yaku Kateri from Ecuador and his translator, Moira Burrs of Amazon Watch, an organization that works with indigenous communities of the Amazon Basin to help them protect their traditional homelands and waterways. Check it out. It's a beautiful event here, uh, and uh, this is this live streaming uh, from the apprenticeship program is a beautiful way to cover this kind of alternative rally, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I'm really grateful, and, and shout out to Frank Sterling, one of our directors, for making this happen. We do have, it looks like, at least one, maybe two guests. I think about we've got two folks uh, coming down. on in. Can you just please introduce yourselves? Well, sure. Uh, my name is Moira Burse. I'm with Amazon Watch. We work with indigenous communities in the Amazon Basin. And um, I will be interpreting for Yaku, who I'll ask to introduce himself. Beautiful. Maybe we can just begin. Maybe he could tell us a little bit about uh, where he's from and why he's here now. Mi nombre es Yaku Viteri. Soy del pueblo quicho originario de Sarayaku, de la Amazonia ecuatoriana. Estamos aquí porque nos convoca la humanidad y como pueblos indígenas estamos preocupados del problema del cambio climático y consideramos que los pueblos indígenas tenemos alternativas a este problema. So my name is Yaco Vitere and I am from the Quechua people of Sariaco in the Ecuadorian Amazon. We are here because humanity is calling us to be here. We as indigenous peoples are very worried about climate change. And we as indigenous peoples have solutions to climate change that we need to share with the world. Tell us about some of the pressing problems. What's urgent now? Why is this a life and death situation? Porque el problema no es solamente en territorios indígenas. El problema es global. El problema es del planeta. Entonces, si los gobiernos no se preocupan de cómo 
darle solución, entonces los pueblos nos hemos preocupado. Y es por eso que estamos aquí y creo que es hora de hacer conciencia entre eh, la humanidad y también, también hacer conciencia a los gobiernos y a los países que están en desarrollo quienes son los responsables del problema del cambio climático. So, that we're here and this is so urgent because we've realized that this isn't just an issue for indigenous peoples. Uh, this is a, a global problem. It's a problem for all of humanity. And if governments aren't being concerned about this, then we need to tell them why they must be concerned about it. And we need to show them the solutions that we as indigenous peoples uh, can uh, have, have come up with. That's why we're here. Um, we believe that now is the time uh, to raise consciousness for all of humanity um, and to make sure that governments, and particularly governments of uh, developed countries, who are the ones responsible for climate change, take real action. I just hit the mic. Muchas gracias. Thank you so much for being here and for what you're sharing. Um, so I appreciate um, the way you're holding these governments accountable and, and these developed countries accountable. That's so necessary, and we have to do that as well on the ground here. I would love to hear about the solutions that you speak of. Muchos estados in Latin America and muchos governments de Europa hablan de que van a dar la solución a este problema. Pero sin embargo, en nuestro país la realidad es que quienes están incursionando los territorios son las empresas petroleras, las empresas mineras en nuestro territorio. Los discursos de estos gobiernos es que quieren solucionar el problema del cambio climático, pero a la vez están metiendo a empresas petroleras y mineras en territorios indígenas. Por eso nosotros so the Latin American governments and, and European governments and U.S. governments say they have solutions uh, for climate change. But what we're seeing, for example, in our country is that uh, at the same time these governments are allowing transnational corporations, mining companies, oil companies to, to come in and, uh, and exploit our territory in the rainforest. And though these governments have a beautiful uh, discourse, good talking points about, about fighting climate change, they're allowing this kind of thing to happen in the Amazon rainforest and around the world. Son mentirosos. Sí, engan engañan. <laughs> they're liars. Engañan mucho. Y esa realidad vivimos en Ecuador. Es por eso que Sarayaku tiene una propuesta que se le llama Causaxacha, selva viviente. Una propuesta verdaderamente de conservar nuestro territorio, de conservar la, el medio ambiente. ¿Y cómo lo vamos a conservar? Dejando el petróleo bajo tierra. Y vemos que la selva, Causaxacha, es un sujeto de derecho. Todos los seres que habitan en la selva tienen derecho. El agua, las montañas, los seres, seres protectores, el árbol, las lagunas, tienen derecho. Es por eso que desde la visión, desde la filosofía quicho amazónica, estamos planteando esta propuesta de conservación de nuestro territorio y de nuestro causaxacha selva viviente. Yes, you're very right. These governments uh, trick us, and so that's why uh, we, the Quechua people of Sariaku, have uh, 
created a proposal, a concrete proposal that we call Kausaksacha, which means living forest. And it's a proposal for, uh, for conserving, for protecting our territory and for protecting uh, the environment. And the basis for that is keeping the oil in the ground. Um, we see that, that the forest um, should be and is uh, a bearer of rights, that it should have its own rights for, for protection. Um, and that all the beings of the forest, from the mountains to the birds, to the trees, to the, to the lakes, um, those are also living beings that, that deserve to have rights and be protected. Um, and that is, and this comes from, from our, our Quechua philosophy uh, that, we've, that we've created over thousands of years of living in the Amazon rainforest. Um, and so that's our proposal for the world, Kausaksacha, living forest. We all have heard about the, the plight of Berta Cáceres in Honduras uh, and how dangerous it is to resist uh, these uh, folks who want to put up big dam projects and want to take over the country and sort of turn them in, turn all these countries into free trade zones. Is it dangerous? Are you putting yourself at risk when you resist uh, these kinds of actions and these uh, corporate polluters in your country? How dangerous is it? See, sí, eh... Desde inicios de la lucha del pueblo sarayacu y del sector indígena siempre ha habido persecución y criminalización por parte de los estados. Y actualmente sí, eh, tenemos compañeras líderes que, sin, que sí están eh, amenazadas, perseguidas y sabemos la historia de Berta Cáceres. Entonces, también hemos hecho denuncias a nivel nacional, a nivel internacional, que estas lideresas y líderes sean eh, protegidos. Entonces, sí es realidad que muchos líderes y lideresas están perseguidos por los gobiernos por defender sus derechos, por defender su territorio, por defender a su pueblo, por defender una forma, una nueva visión de vivir. Entonces, sí es una realidad en la actualidad, las amenazas que existen. Yes, yes, we've definitely uh, suffered threats and attacks um, from the beginning of our, our fight to protect our territory. Um, states have gone after uh, and governments have gone after our leaders and that's something that's happening now too. Um, many of the, the leaders of our community, uh, many of whom are women, have been, have been threatened and, and criminalized uh, because of their leadership. Um, and we know the case of Berta Cáceres um, and we know what the consequences can be. So we, at the national level and at the international, we have denounced uh, the attacks against us, the criminalization against us, and we've asked the governments to, to protect our leaders. We have spoken out about the importance of protecting uh, leaders who are doing nothing more than defending their rights, defending their territory, defending their people. Um, and we believe this is so important because of the vision that we have uh, for the protection of all life. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, we are just about to wrap up. If you could an answer briefly how you are working to build solidarity. Um, you mentioned many women have been murdered. So how it, uh, within, uh, amongst your people and um, among, amongst different tribes, how are you building more and more solidarity in this effort? Por eso estamos acá. Creemos de que la solidaridad tiene que ser a nivel universal. Tener aliados internacionales y juntos luchar, hacer fuerza, buscar estrategias de solución. Y por eso estamos aquí. Y eso es lo que estamos construyendo en estos eventos internacionales, de construir una fuerza universal para salvar la humanidad.
That's precisely why we are here, to build solidarity. And we believe that solidarity needs to be universal. It needs to be at the local level and at the international level, and that together we're building and promoting solutions. Um, so that's why we're here today in these events, uh, in order to build a unified and collective strength together. Muchas, muchas gracias. Uh, thank you to Yaku Viteri um, of the Quechua people of Sarayaku in the Ecuadorian Amazon and Moira Burs, um, our translator with Amazon Watch. Thank you so much to you both. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're going to take a short. Welcome back. This is Full Circle on 94.1 KPFA. I'm your host tonight, Freewell and Franklin, along with Sarah Blanco. And that was just one interview out of a special on-location two-hour broadcast from the Rise for Climate, Jobs, and Justice March and Rally outside San Francisco City Hall. And although that did not air live on KPFA radio, it was live-streamed on kpfa.org. And that was thanks to the hard work and collaboration between the First Voice Apprenticeship Program and John Perutilis of Bright Path Video. If you missed that and are interested in seeing that interview or the rest of the live stream, we will post the links to our website, kpfaapprentice.org, just after the show. So now I want to take just a moment to remind you that we are in our summer fundraising mode here at KPFA. And not only that, but this month, the month of July 2020, I am celebrating 15 years at KPFA and and yes it's also my birthday yes it's the <laughs> triple threat tonight so you know during these difficult times in the nation people everywhere reporters everywhere people here at KPFA have struggled to keep up with safely bringing you fresh and relevant content right I know that it's important to me to get relevant fresh content that keeps me informed on how to stay safe in this time of a global pandemic. Well, as far as keeping up that work and staying relevant, the apprenticeship program is no different. We have had to do whatever it takes to keep bringing you news shows and stories and information. And as you can hear tonight, we are also in the streets on a regular basis, even during the time of COVID-19. So if this type of radio and radio station is important to you, please take the time to make a donation right now at kpfa.org. And if you need more of a reason to donate tonight and you're actually financially able, it's also Franklin's 15-year anniversary here at KPFA. Donate to show appreciation for that dedication. Visit kpfa.org. I've collected a couple of shout-outs from some KPFA producers. These shout-outts are for Free Will and Franklin. Let's take a moment to hear one of those. That is the grito, grito, the rebellion, rebel cry. And I'm sending that out as a feliz cumpleaños, happy birthday to our guy, Franklin. Uh, and uh, whose birthday is uh, happens to be this Thursday. And also celebrating 15 years of commitment to free speech radio and bringing the mic to the voiceless. That's you, Frank, and I'm nothing but uh, just uh, overwhelmed, overjoyed that you stepped into the circle of Flash Onda, 
That's the programs of Flashpoints, the nationally syndicated show with executive producer Dennis Bernstein, and then La Onda, Radio del Barrio Aslan, which I am the executive producer and the host. Those two shows uh, have been always rotating and rotating, bringing information and uh, trying to not only educate and help organize, but also mobilize our indigenous communities. And I got to say, Franklin, in behalf of both Flashpoints and La Onda, you've been a real crucial part in our ability and the development of taking the radio out into the communities, sometimes those forgotten communities. And we've brought the focus right into those neighborhoods and into those barrios, into the res, to bring voice to peoples. And uh, you've been a central point in that, Franklin. And again, as a member of Flash Onda, Flashpoints, and La Onda Bajita, we are more than happy and proud to be with you. And again, you, Franklin, represent the next generation. Myself and others, we came from another century, and we're all beginning to step back. But it's so good and encouraging to have someone like you, Franklin, uh, who are going to be taking on that microphone, that baton, that torch to the next level. Again, feliz cumpleaños, happy birthday, and uh, may you live to be 100 years old and keep that torch, that microphone burning in our communities that are sometimes the marginalized, the neglected, and the forgotten. No, senor, <laughs> we are here. Presente, and at this time and age, 2020, Black Lives Matter, as do brown lives and children in cages and on the res. Orale, Franklin. Un abrazo, a hug, virtual hug to you, and feliz cumpleaños. Happy birthday. Hey, hey, thank you, Gavilan. You know, you and Tone and Dennis have become pretty much my radio mentor, so I appreciate that. And also a big shout out to all that have donated already. I'm so excited. I'm hoping for a record tonight. I want to try to get to $3,000 because we have never made $3,000 in one hour on Full Circle. But let's do it tonight. Here are the contacts one last time before we move on. Online, you can donate securely at kpfa.org. You can also see our thank you gifts there. Or if you want to use the old telephone, you can call 1-800-439-5732. And that translates into 1-800-HEY-KPFA. And you'll be able to talk to an operator there. Be sure to remind them that regardless of the amount of money that you donate tonight, you might want the KPFA Abolish Racism audio collection. So let them know if that's what you want. Let's move on to our next special clip. On January 3rd, the U.S. military, under direct orders from President Trump, launched a drone strike near the Baghdad airport in Iraq that took the life of an Iranian general, Qasem Soleimani. This action drew heavy criticism as an assassination of a foreign government official, and many thought it may lead to an all-out war in the region between the United States and Iran. In response to this, People demonstrated all around the United States to say no war on Iran. Here are some sounds recorded at the San Francisco action, January 25th, 2020.
I grew up during a, uh, an eight-year war between Iran and Iraq, a war that was fueled by the U.S. Back then, the US, uh, the Iraq, Saddam was the friend of the United States. That, uh, back then, they gave, it, uh, they gave Saddam chemical bombs to drop on the Iranian people. So I lived in Tehran, and uh, as a high school kid, we had to basically go to the shelter. Every 20 minutes, Saddam was sending a missile to Tehran, and we had it good. We lived in Tehran. People in the border towns were dying. Um, two million people died during the Iran-Iraq war, innocent Iranians and Iraqis, a war that was fueled by the U.S. intervention and U.S. imperialism. Iraq, Iraqi children, 1.5 Iraqi children died during the sanctions on Iraq, and they're doing the same thing on Iran. We are here to say no war, but there has, a, a war has started on Iran. The sanctions are killing the Iranian people slowly. Uh, there are so many people who are suffering, the most vulnerable people, uh, queer and trans people, Afghan refugees, poor people in Iran, those are the ones who are paying for the sanctions. It's not the state, it's these poor people who are paying for these sanctions. So we need to raise our voice, voices and say, uh, lift the sanctions. We need to ask the U.S. policymakers to lift the sanctions on Iran because they're killing the Iranian people. A lot of people are killing from cancer. I lost my sister to cancer in 2015, and I know what it meant for her to look for ke uh, chemo medicine. Uh, it was unavailable for her and for many people. Uh, the U.S. sent a virus, Stuxnet, and it basically shut down all the computers that work 
with nuclear energy. My sister's uh, radiotherapy stopped exactly because of the way that U.S. policies are killing the Iranian people. On the other hand, they're talking about the rights of Iranian people. On the other hand, they're killing people slowly with sanctions. So I'm asking you guys not to stop this at just uh, bombardments, but you need to ask people, uh, you need to ask the U.S. to lift the sanctions on Iran. That is as important as bombardments, because the sanctions are um, a war in another name. Please do whatever you can, write to your representatives and ask them to lift the sanctions on Iran. Thank you. Our next speaker is Sarah Kuo with the Sunrise Movement. Please welcome Sarah. Hi everyone, my name is Sarah. I use she, they pronouns and I'm with the Sunrise Movement Bay Area Hub today. I also want to acknowledge that this is Ohlone territory that we are standing on right now and that the native people of this land have been taking care of it for thousands of years and still do today. So Sunrise is a youth-led climate justice movement that works to adjust climate crisis through people power and systems change and it is searingly clear that there is a connection between U.S. militarism and climate catastrophe. Our military is a massive greenhouse gas emitter, in fact the single largest institutional source of emissions in the world, and produces more emissions than over 140 countries including the likes of Sweden and Denmark. But to make that the issue is lazy, because we know that climate change isn't simply about greenhouse gas emissions, it is about the exploitation of land and labor. It is about colonialism and imperialism. To blow up mountains for coal to suck oil out of the Middle East requires first the controlling of people and territories. An economy based on the exploitation of human labor and the extraction of wealth from the living world can only be maintained through systemic and well-organized violence, militarism. All wars are resource wars, wars for oil, wars for water, wars for land. And we know that the endless demands for new frontiers of extractivism to feed capitalism can only be maintained through war and the threat of war. Are we going to stand for that? No. And are we going to stand for that? No. And we can never, like Linda said, never talk about the U.S. militarism in the Middle East without talking about the other Western colonial power in the middle of the Middle East, Israel, whose entire existence is dependent on the theft of land, water, and lives of Palestinians. If all wars are resource wars, then all war is ecological warfare. And Israel has perfected ecological warfare from the destruction of traditional olive orchards that are the foundation of many Palestinian communities to the wholesale theft of water and destruction of Palestinian aquifers. This, all of this from the occupation of Palestine to the occupation of Iraq to the occupation of Ohlone territory here to the sanctions on Iran and occupations everywhere destroy land, lives, and livelihoods. This, this more than their thousands of gallons of jet fuel burned and spewed into the atmosphere every single day is a real ecological catastrophe of U.S. militarism, imperialism, and global bullyism. We reject this by being here today, and we stand with the people in Iran. We stand with those risking their lives in Baghdad to protest against military, American military presence, and we stand with Palestine, and we say no war, no sanctions, no war, no sanctions, no war, no sanctions. And that's how we shine bright. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for being here today. Our next speaker is Alice with the Task Force of the Americas. Please welcome Alice. This morning, I opened the Defense Department page, and this is what I read. U.S. Colombian paratroopers participate in airborne assault exercises. That's going on right now 
And what they're doing, they're trying to prepare the invasion of Venezuela, using the Colombians to do it. What's happened in South America, and the wars are very pre predominant, and there are many wars in South America. Today, I'm going to speak about a couple of them. One of them is Venezuela. The Venezuelan revolution in the 1990s said, we don't want the United States, we want self-determination. We want to decide our own future without the United States telling us what to do. They, and they became immediately a great enemy of the United States. And immediately, the U.S. started planning how they were going to end the Bolivarian Revolution. Evo Morales in Bolivia formed the MAS movement towards socialism. He was the first elected indigenous leader of Bolivia. He wanted independence from the United States. He wanted self-determination. He and his country also became enemies of the United States. The United States is on the border of Colombia trying to create and parading this clown, Juan Guaido, all over Europe saying that he's the president of Venezuela. It's not true. They just formed, less than three months ago, they created a coup in Bolivia and overthrew Evo Morales in a very horrendous way. Also, I wanted to say that Honduras is a creation of the drug, the drug and corrupt government of Juan Orlando Hernandez has created the conditions for many thousands upon thousands of Hondurans to come toward the United States and look for refuge in another country. They're being met at the Mexican border, which is a system created by the United States. They're being met at the U.S. border and treated as criminals and dying in the process. Thank you. When people are occupied, resistance is justified. When people are occupied, All right, those were some sounds from the stage at the No War on Iran protest held in the streets of downtown San Francisco. That audio was made possible by a collaboration between the First Voice Apprenticeship Program, AROC, the Arab Resource Organizing Center, and Bright Path Video. And what you just heard was only about 10 minutes of the stage which was part of a 90-minute broadcast that included a sit-down interview table hosted by Dennis Bernstein of Flashpoints. If you missed that and are interested in seeing that or the rest of the live stream, we will post the links to our website, kpfaapprentice.org, just after the show. And it's another example of the work we do here as part of the KPFA First Voice Apprenticeship Program, getting out into the streets where the action is. Support us. Now, I know in these difficult times, not everyone can. But if you can do $10 per month, or if you have even more, just a little extra, if you can do $100 per month, or anything at all, really, call right now. 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Or if you would like to make a secure donation online, you can go to kpfa.org. So as you may have heard this month, Franklin is celebrating his 15 years at KPFA. 
And at Full Circle, we've had a few people from the station and the KPFA community give him a special shout out. And I just want to share that with you. Now, no blushing, Frank. I'm Eileen Alfandari. I want to recognize Frank for his 15 years of service at KPFA to the apprenticeship program and beyond. Frank has contributed news reports on the destruction of homeless encampments in his hometown of Antioch, protests over police brutality. He traveled to Delano for the United Farm Workers Union 50th anniversary of the grape strike and boycott. A big thank you, Frank, for your work, and here's to another 15 years at KPFA. Hi everyone, this is Tracy Nguyen, one of the hosts from Apex Express. Today is a special day because we're celebrating Frank Sterling's 15th anniversary at KPFA and his birthday. It's super wonderful having Frank at the studio with us every week, making sure we deliver our best shows. I love seeing him at the end of every show with his thumbs up and smile. Great show, guys. I miss seeing Frank during these last few pandemic months. But thank you so much for all you've done for Apex Express and the KPFA community. Please consider making a donation tonight in honor of Frank and all his efforts to keep our programs up and running. Happy birthday, Frank. This is Richard Becker from The Answer, Act Now to Stop War and End Racism Coalition. With a shout out to Franklin, celebrating his 15th anniversary of tireless work at KPFA. The Full Circle and the First Voice Apprenticeship Program and the KPFA Pacifica Radio for all it does for the people's movement. Spencer Ramos. This is Miko Lee and Jelena Kinley. We are the Powerly Girls, a mother-daughter team on Apex Express, bringing you an Asian-American Pacific Islander viewpoint. You hear us on the air, but there's a voice behind the scenes that helps to make the show possible. We want to congratulate our talented and amazing engineer, Franklin Sterling for 15 years of passion, dedication, and commitment to KPFA. Frank has been the engineer at Apex for many years, along with the First Voice Apprentice program, which helps to train the next generation of storytellers. We are so lucky that Frank has contributed segments to Apex Express, including honoring our ancestor activist labor organizer, Larry Itliong, and providing audio for the No War on Iran demonstration. We miss you, Frank. Now that we're recording and editing at home, we acknowledge your amazing ability to adjust sound on the fly, deal with the no-show interviews and crackly phone calls and the last minute changes. Your calm presence and talent is greatly appreciated. And also, happy birthday, Frank! Listeners, you can honor this amazing man by donating in his honor to kpfa.org. Thanks, Frank. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much. Welcome back, everyone, to Full Circle on 94.1 FM, KPFA, and KPFA.org. Thank you, everyone, for those shout-outs. I really appreciate it. it. It means a lot to me. Happy 15-year anniversary at KPFA, Frank, and also happy birthday, Free Will and Franklin, double celebration. I know that more people have given shout-outs and are eternally thankful for your tirelessly kind efforts and abnormally patient teaching skills. Well, doing this work is important to me and to all of us at Full Circle, but the station, K 
KPFA and the Pacifica Network depend on our listeners for support. Visit us now at kpfa.org to make a donation in solidarity for the work that we all do here. For those who wish to support our work, KPFA has curated the Abolish Racism audio collection. This collection is available to anyone who donates during our summer fundraiser. There is no minimum donation amount required. So make sure to leave your email address so we can send you the link to the audio collection in your confirmation email. You can do that right now on kpfa.org or you can call the phone room at 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. There are also other gifts to choose from, such as one of my favorite books, An Indigenous People's History of the United States. Give us a click at kpfa.org or give us a call 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Show your support for KPFA and the apprenticeship program. And if you call and the lines are a little tied up, hang in there. This support really matters. And if again, if you need another reason to call, you can do so and donate tonight in honor of Free Will and Franklin's 15 years of service to KPFA and to you, our listeners. And it's his birthday to boot. Before we go, Franklin, it looks like you have another piece queued up. Tell us what we have next. Yes, I want to share one last clip tonight before we go. Remember, all the clips we presented tonight were live productions from different events around the Bay Area. This one coming up next was an event we did last year on International Workers' Day, also known as May Day. Thousands of workers and supporters rallied at different locations around Oakland and converged at Oscar Grant Plaza for a final rally. That's where we set up the KPFA table and streamed live video on kpfa.org. Here you will hear graduate apprentice Sharon Peterson and KPFA veteran Miguel Molina speak with a representative of Casa Justa, Just Cause. Check it out. My name is Miguel Gavila Molina. I'm here with Sharon Peterson. We are bringing you a live coverage here of the May Day uh, March and Rally here in Oakland. Uh, several hundred people have gathered here. Uh, there's more coming. The march from the port is uh, getting closer. And uh, we're just about to uh, bring in our next guest from Causa Justa, uh, Just Cause, Unity is Power, La Unión Hace la Fuerza. Unión Hace la Fuerza is uh, Unity Makes the Strength. Hi. Welcome, Kitsi. So uh, Causa Justa is an immigrant rights organization. Um, and I understand currently and possibly primarily fighting the Alameda County Sheriff, who is in complicity with deportations. I'm in Contra Costa, where we have a similar situation, so naturally I am intrigued. Um, what are you, do you have current projects and actions? In yes, thank you. Uh, first of all, yeah, Causa Justa has uh, been involved with the Alameda County United for Immigrant Rights Coalition, as well as the Sheriff Justice Reinvestment Coalition that, that is doing a campaign for an audit of the Alameda County Sheriff's budget. And this is because for the last several years, the Sheriff has been not only in complicity with mass deportations by um, violating the California state laws that say that um, he's not supposed to be letting ICE know when people are being 
released from, from his custody. He has decided to, um, since the California Values Act passed, actually make the dates and times of people who are being released from Santa Rita public um, on a website, which causes issues not just for um, immigrant communities who might be caught um, outside the jail um, as they're being released by ICE, mm -hmm. but also uh, folks who, who might be dealing with domestic violence. Uh, um, you know, their aggressors can come and like find them as they're exiting the jail. It's an issue for a lot of community um, in terms of safety. Although Causa Justa Just Cause works uh, specifically in particular with the immigrant rights lens um, against uh, this sheriff who has been um, on a pendulum on and off deciding to participate in, in mass, mass deportations, allowing ICE to um, come to the jail and do quote unquote visits and um, interview people who are in custody. In the past, after passing the California Trust Act, uh, he had said that there would be uh, zero people being handed out to immigration and then, you know, turned around and, and shifted that. Um, but we know that we have fought and won against him in the past. Um, and so right now we are um, participating in a, in a larger org organizing effort, right, uh, with other community organizations that are working along the lines of criminalization and uh, criminal justice, along the lines of black uh, resistance and immigrant rights to push against all the different ways in which he's attacking our communities. Another thing that we're seeing a lot, right, uh, by the last month, there were 30, 34 people who died um, in custody at this, um, at this jail because, you know, neg negligence and different uh, violence that, that is being committed um, in the jail. And his budget has increased twice as much mm -hmm. as the, the jail population has actually decreased by half. And so where is this money going? Um, it's actually going, a, a, a sixth of it is going to pay off, um, you know, this negligence that, that is being committed, this, uh, this massive um, violence that is being committed at the jail. And so that is taxpayers' dollars that are being used, right, to continue to violate our people. And we know in many ways he is a representation of white supremacy in this county, and, and we, want, we want to stop that. Thank you. I wanted to ask you, Kitsa, um, you know, in the last couple of months, uh, there's been a lot of, well, well since the, the holidays, since December, a lot of talk about, uh, you know, the caravan, the caravan coming. And of course, uh, we know uh, when we look at truth that it's a manufactured crisis by the White House. There is no truth to it. It was manufactured. But yet, we have people, uh, lots of women and children, we're waiting a long process of, uh, you know, getting asylum status. But some have made it through. Has your group been involved with those that have come through, helping them, uh, you know, there's going to be needs of housing, there's going to be needs of, uh, you know, uh, health care, all those things. Does your organization offer support in that? Do they help assist in those areas? Yeah, so um, Causa Justa is involved in a... Um rapid response effort both in San Francisco and Alameda County uh, to make sure that people who have been here for a while or are coming into um, the, the area because there's actually a lot of Central American migrants in the Bay Area. It's uh, one of the largest uh, Latin American populations. And that dates to the 80s when, when there was uh, a mass uh, migration because of the civil wars that were also in many ways 
pushed by the by the U.S. in in many ways aided yep. right um, uh, the violence that happened in, in Central America. So we're seeing a new a new wave, but it's not so new, right? We started to see this wave of migrants, a lot of uh, undocumented, uh, unaccompanied minors that ended up um, in the Bay Area. You know, like children that were fleeing violence in, the, in their homelands, and so this uh, new wave of uh, entire families, right, that are that are um, in exodus right now from Honduras. Um, it's also because the root causes are also U.S. imperialism. The, we know that in Honduras, um, the coup d'état that happened that imposed the president that is currently in power was aided by the U.S. as well, right? By um, in, um, in at, during that time, uh, Hillary Clinton was. Uh, head of state. Um, so we know that, um, you know, in many ways, what we're seeing right now is a continuation of forced uh, migration that has been uh, placed upon immigrant communities, in this case, Central American communities. And we believe that um, they deserve full rights as um, asylum seekers because they are fleeing uh, really uh, terrible circumstances that were imposed by the U.S. in many ways. And so at the local level, again, we're um, involving efforts to do the rapid response work uh, when people are being released from, from detention, um, allowing uh, for support around uh, legal representation, fighting cases of folks as they're fighting their deportation proceedings, you know, as we're preparing for a larger set of folks to, to arrive to the Bay Area. That's actually not unique of this moment. It's, it's been happening for, for several years. Well, as you uh, are waiting folks to arrive, uh, in the last couple of days, uh, the administration in the White House, under the racist in chief, uh, has sent more troops to the border, armed troops, uh, as if he's waiting a war or he's waiting to cause a war. Uh, that said, uh, Kitsa, is there a, a way people can reach out to you if they want to support your work or learn what they can do? or how they can help. Definitely. I do want to say that the way we see the displacement that we, we're experiencing both at the local level and, and international level really does has um, its roots in um, economic exploitation and, and also uh, U.S. militarism. And as we're seeing the border um, being more, mil more and more militarized, right? Um, that impacting uh, border communities, including indigenous communities that are that are right at the border. We understand that we need to be in solidarity and that this is larger than just immigrant rights. It's actually fighting for the, the rights of all people, right, um, to have self-determination, to have the possibilities of thriving. And we're doing that as we know that we're, we're being uh, targeted, right, by this administration and, and this uh, white supremacist status quo. So uh, folks can reach out to us uh, through Facebook. Uh, also, our website um, has a lot of information on our campaigns. That's cjjc.org. Super easy. Causa Justa Just Cause. As well as we have a pretty active uh, social media campaign right now uh, for the Alameda County Sheriff audit. Because again, we, we need to make sure that there's an audit that shows all the ways in which he is mismanaging taxpayer money that we could be using to, to provide social services for the folks that are arriving from Central America. We could be using it for uh, alternative, alternatives to mass incarceration, um, mm -hmm. for housing, right? There's so many other priorities that are more important in this period for our communities, Black and Latino communities. Um, and so we want to make sure that we uh, conduct this uh, uh, audit uh, because we actually want to defund him uh, and make sure that those resources go back into community for what we actually need them.
Well, uh, Kitsa, thank you so much for being with us here. And uh, let's keep the dialogue going. Mm -hmm. uh, anything comes up in the future that you need the community to know, please reach out to us. Thank you so much for um, being here and happy May Day. Muchísimas thank gracias. You. Thank you so much. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Full Circle right here on Pacifica Radio, KPFA 94.1 FM and kpfa.org. Tonight, we've been celebrating Free Will and Franklin's birthday and his 15-year anniversary at KPFA. In doing so, we have featured sounds from different special broadcasts that would not have actually happened if Franklin didn't step up and organize the team to put these special broadcasts together. Yes, thank you, Sarah. And yes, I feel like it is definitely in our mission at KPFA and the apprenticeship program to be out in the streets at these special events, to be able to bring them back to the KPFA listeners. If this is something you appreciate, please take the time and just take a moment to make a donation to KPFA. Give us a click and make that donation at kpfa.org. Or if you want to use the phone, give us a call at 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Show your support for KPFA and the apprenticeship program. Also, my birthday and my 15-year anniversary right here at KPFA. And remember, a donation of any amount tonight will get you the KPFA Abolish Racism audio pack. This is audio from great activists and historians like Angela Davis and Roxanne Dunbar-Ortiz. And again, reminder, pick up the phone because you appreciate KPFA. And again, if you need another reason to call, you can do so in honor of Franklin's 15 years of service to KPFA. And it's his birthday as well. Before we go, we want to let you know that there's going to be a protest at San Quentin to say no state execution by COVID-19. There will be a march and a rally at noon at Larkspur Ferry Terminal Parking Lot, Sunday, August 2nd. You can learn more on the Facebook page titled No Justice Under Capitalism, and the link will be posted on our website at kpfaapprentice.org. Thank you, Sarah, for that action alert. And thank you everyone that donated tonight, including my family, my mom, my dad, my sister, Steph. Thank you. And you, you still have time if you want to make a donation. Just go to kpfa.org or give us a call 1-800-439-5732. You can get in just under the wire and support Full Circle tonight on KPFA. That does bring us to the end of tonight's show. Our executive producer is Miss M. Our technical director is myself, Free Will and Frank Sterling. And Joy Moore is our production consultant. Thank you, everyone, for donating. We have been your hosts. I'm Sarah Blanco, and I'm here with... Me, Free Will and Franklin, celebrating my 15-year anniversary at KPFA and my birthday with you, the listeners. So, everyone out there, please remember to protect your health and your humanity. Stay tuned, because up next, La Onda Bajita. Peace, everyone. Good night. Hey, everyone. This is Free Will and Franklin jumping back in just to urge you one last time to give us a click at kpfa.org or give us a call 1-800-439-5732. That's one 800 
hey kpfa and don't forget that during the summer fund drive anyone who donates any amount will be eligible to receive the abolish racism audio pack put together by kpfa program director and staff just so you could have something to share with your family and friends you will receive that in an email so don't forget to leave your email contact and you can receive the words of angela davis Roxanne Dunbar Ortiz and many more. Give us a click. You still got about one minute. KPFA.org. Also, 1 800 439 5732. That's 1 800 Hey KPFA. And a big shout out to everyone who donated tonight. I really appreciate everyone celebrating my birthday with me and continuing my 15-year celebration here at KPFA. It means a lot to me, and I do look forward to 15 more years here at KPFA. One last time for the number, 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Also, online at kpfa.org. Get yourself the Abolish Racism audio pack a big shout out to all of you tonight and we will see you next week